0: talk all things horror, and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Mike C. Back at it again this week. It's cold out. It's still winter, but we are hot in the studio. We got so much news for you this week. We are going to be dipping back into uh, part two of our top 30 horror movie villains of all time. So we're going to be talking about that coming up in the show. Um, We're going to be talking about the Oscars. What won Best Picture this year? A horror movie, so to speak. Parasite, we'll talk about that as the show goes on. However, before I can do anything, I have to introduce the greatest co-host on the planet. Yes, it's because of all his love and kindness that we get to celebrate Valentine's Day each and every year. He is the one and only Rich. That's
1: right, just like Cupid. I'm, uh, I am. I sit there with my uh, bow and arrow and my lyre, and uh, I just shoot away at people and make yeah. them fall in love. Uh, I miss a lot, though. Yeah. You know, that's, that, if you ever want to know why that guy is in love with that girl or that girl is in love with that guy, my aim's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, you know, as Foreigner once said, the great band Foreigner once said, I want to know what love is. Yeah, well, that's what I want what you to show is. me.
1: That is what love is. I, I, I make connections. Once again, though, sometimes... <laughs> You're like Chuck so Woolery. Cute, you, know? you are the Chuck Woolery of, uh, right, of podcasting. Yeah, only without asking for the creepy kiss. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, I think you're thinking of Richard Dawson. Oh, yeah, both of them did though.
1: Back in oh, the Oh I don't remember what, Chuck Woolery doing dude, that too. Back in the, he stopped in the '80s, but in the '70s when he first started, I, I think that was, that. I think that was a mostly a hosting in the '70s. It must Cause have if you been because if you go to other shows like Match Game, they used to do that shit too. Like yeah, every every time somebody would come up, Soupy Sales would give him a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I never never paid attention to that. I no, know I'll Richard Dawson did it to everybody. Oh, yeah. the, well, Richard Dawson was just trying to like get grab him some somebody's sugar, wife baby. and start making out with He'd try him. try to get that sugar, and of course, all those <laughs> ladies were going nuts for Dawson, man. Well, wow, why wouldn't they? I don't know. Look I mean, at that; he's a hunk of man. Well, for the time he was, I don't know about now. I don't know if that translated over. Then he got older, and the girls were still, the women were still, you know, swanning over him. It was crazy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you say so. You say so. I'm just letting you know. How about the Soupy Sales though? Soupy Sales is the best. There's no other reason to watch old. There's no other reason to watch old match games except for Soupy Sales (laughs) and Betty White. Of course, Betty White. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, We should
0: start a new podcast just you know reviewing.
1: I think it's Match uh, Games '76. Isn't it weird that in our entire lives, Betty White's always been old. Yeah, she was old on that show. And that show was in yeah. the 70s. So. She's coming up on a big one. I know. She's almost 100.
0: Yeah, she's almost halfway through her life. Yeah. yeah. I think she's going <laughs> to live to be at gonna least be, 300. She's going to live forever. I hope so. I, she's the world a, is going to be a darker place. She's a national treasure. She is a national treasure. And she dies in the horse. She was I, in Lake.
1: she was in Lake Placid. She didn't die. She survived it. She was the bad person. Well, yeah. Spoiler alert, kind I guess, of. for that old movie. Kind she of. She brought up the alligators. Yeah, that she, made she her just the fed bad. them. She, they, that was the twist ending that made yeah. her the bad person. I mean, they ate her husband, but they were they, so adorable. They ate her husband. They ate other people. That yeah. And she set an emotion. Yeah, and, and yeah, so she we should was, get her on this podcast. She, she was the bad guy. We're going to work was, on getting Betty White be on this a, show. She should be the villain on one of your villain lists. She was a legitimate. <laughs> How do you know villainine? she's not? She may be, but she if might be number one for all you she, know. If she's not, I'm just saying, everyone that you picked last week, I thought was just misunderstood. Huh? And 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 she's a she's a true villain, true villain. <laughs> there is there's villainy. There is. There really is villainy amongst us. And it's not one of us this time. But I would like to point out, it's not scum and villainy. It's just villainy. Just villainy. So she doesn't belong... Villainy nonetheless. She doesn't belong on Mos Eisley. Right. There you go for the Star If there's any Star Wars fans (laughs) out there, getting the reference. All right. You want to start the news? Yeah, let's go. All right. right, Let's talk about the news.
0: All right. So uh, my favorite thing that I heard this week, and I'm sure I'm going to be let down by the time it comes around, but there is a new urban legend that's being fast-tracked by Screen Gems. So apparently uh, it's already been cast. And it's going to introduce a new iconic slasher for the digital age in a world where internet urban legends are born and move at a terrifying pace.
1: So they're just trying to do Slender Man?
0: Pretty much, I think. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be, what do they call those, creepypastas or or silly spaghettis
1: or whatever they call them? Uh, Creepypasta. Something like that. But uh, the the most shocking thing to me is hearing you say that you're anticipating this. (laughs) Uh, I love the original (laughs) urban legend. And
0: the sequel I was really excited for until I watched it. it. It's horrible. Um, I actually kind of dig the third one, even though I think I've only seen it once or twice. Uh, but it was Is much that more Bloody Mary. Yes, it was much more
1: supernatural, and I kind of dug that. I don't know. The original one wasn't too bad. The, I original, love the original one wasn't one. too bad. That, the you know, post-scream the sequel was kind of, eh. yeah. But that's my problem. I, I feel like I feel like it was uh, at that point in juncture, I feel like it lumps into like all the Scream avatars. Right. Like everything else became an avatar like you know, was, you know, I know what you did last summer although that had some cool parts in it and then like of course that so i mean i think that's why i got lost in the mix cuz everything was trying to be uh not what's the word uh, new they were trying to be scream they were trying to be new metal and scream
0: yeah now the thing i liked about the original urban legend is not only did it have a pretty good cast and everything but it was so atmospheric uh, that, as far as i know i don't think that there'd ever been another horror movie that did the kills based on urban legends but i mean robert england was in it yes. jared leto was in it uh, Tara Reid was like I think that kind of Kickstarted her career It was one of her early movies uh, I actually met her and Alicia Witt The redhead That was Carrie like The survivor girl Carrie Russell in it Carrie Russell should Should have been in it But she was
1: not I thought no. she was in
0: that uh, What's in it The Noxima girl was in it Oh yeah that's right that, I can't yeah. even
1: remember her name Now she got arrested What was the horror movie slaughter. Carrie Russell was in I swear she was in a horror movie She was in one about
0: aliens I think
1: Maybe yeah, I, I don't know I, I swear she was in a You movie. might
0: be also thinking Of Felicity Oh, that too. So that too. horrifying. That was that was very horrifying. Uh, so the the uh, new movie uh, apparently here's the uh, the the slight premise. I guess this was the quote from BloodyDisgusting.com. This movie will center on a diverse cast of college students as they navigate a series of bizarre deaths that resemble urban legends linked to the darkest corners of social media. So I think you may be right. This this is gonna have a creepy pasta feel to it, and that's gonna be unfortunate, and it's probably gonna be terrible. But you never know.
1: You never know. Oh, no, I get you. Yeah, uh, I, I once again. I, I'm not. I, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll go see it. Yeah. Uh, she was in. Uh, she was. I, I. She was in the curve. I
0: was gonna say, was it the curve? That wasn't a yeah. horror movie. That no, was kind I of know. like a I know. thriller. But I'm just saying
1: it was. It was. And it wasn't But it good. looks like a horror movie.
0: Wasn't who think. was uh, Matthew Lillard? Was he in that?
1: Uh, yes, it appears so. I believe and, it was. Uh, I do also believe that. Uh, hold on, let me click on it. What's I his can... name was in it too from One Hour Photo, and no, not Robin Williams. Uh, Matthew Lillard was in it. Uh, Randall Battenkoff was in it. Yeah. Michael Vartan was in it. That's it. it Michael Vartan.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so yeah. It wasn't very good. She's was also was she's done. also in Antlers. Just so everybody knows. Yes. That might be why I'm throwing it out there. We got we got we found out this week. By the way, I don't know if I didn't hear it in your news, but we did find out that Antlers is rated R. Yes. Go figure. Like that was like in, in the moment where I was like, yeah. When I saw the trailer, I, I, you know, I screamed PG to me for some what reason.
0: They should have done is really shocked people and gave it a G rating. Yeah.
1: That but would have been something. That's why I'm saying, when I was watching those trailers, I was like PG all the way. And then <laughs> then it was R, and I'm just, I'm just dumbfounded that it yeah. was R. <laughs> Boy, they got me with that one. <laughs> they got, dang it. <laughs> That's why I was like, that's that's really not news. Uh, that, right? That's like saying water's wet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Or the sky is blue. The sky is blue. Well, if you're colorblind, it might not be. Yeah, true. Just fair, fair true. points. Uh, we like Sam Raimi, right? Of course, well, I, I love Sam, Sam, Sam Raimi. I love Sam Raimi.
0: Sam Raimi is now going to be directing... The new Doctor Strange, The Multiverse
1: of Madness. That's right. He's rumored to be starting on that. Uh, and also, it's being written by one of the head writers for Rick and Morty, which is kind of an interesting mm-hmm. mix, uh, which, I, I don't know, plays into Sam Raimi a little bit. He likes to add a little... wait, we've heard rumors that it's going to be horror-esque in a way. Right. Uh, but we all know Raimi likes to be hilarious in his horror, so it's it's not surprising. Uh, this is a, a return to form for him in a way. I mean, right. other than producing horror movies, he hasn't directed one in a while.
0: I never thought this movie was going to be a horror movie. No, I, just, I, I thought that there might have been like some scary-looking characters, like monsters or something that might I come think, out. But I, I never thought it was going to. be I think a horror it's
1: going to dive into some horror uh, subgenre. Yeah. I think it's going to. I think there's going to be a horror element to it. Because it just kind of looks that way, just from what they're advertising, uh, and uh, I, uh, but I also do think it's going to be a comic book movie, very much so. And yeah. I also think it's going to be have humor, in it, obviously, with the writer and uh, with Sam Raimi. But once again, Sam Raimi, legendary horror slash regular director. Yeah, he's directed everything and produced Spider Man. Yeah, I, I don't blame him for Spider Man. Actually, probably his last horror movie was Spider Man Three. <laughs> <laughs> Not really his last horror movie. I t- did t- Spider Man. His too. last horror movie that he directed, if I remember correctly, is Drag Me to Hell. I th- is that the last one he directed, or did he get one in after?
0: He might have produced. There's a well, bunch he was, of production. He was behind. I think he executive produced or produced or something with the Evil Dead remake. Yeah, he was the executive um, producer. But yeah, I don't know about the. I don't think
1: I don't think he's directed a horror movie since. I yeah, could be wrong. If you're out there, out. if you're yelling at your radio, go ahead and uh, Smack send us. it into us. Yeah. Uh, but I I am not because I'm not, not going to look it up on Google right now. But I do believe that was the last one he directed. He's done a lot of executive producing. Yeah. And producing, but uh, yeah, he was behind Ash versus Evil Dead, even though it's not a movie. Yeah, but. he was producing. But yeah, I don't know, it's a good yeah, question. I'll have to look into it. Yeah, I have to look into that. But yeah, definitely I'm I'm excited to see him uh get into a big uh, big job with MCU, yeah. man. I didn't like to be.
0: I did of of all of the um Marvel universe movies that I was forced to watch. My, my girlfriend's brother-in-law like made me watch one every week when I'd go over to their house for dinner, and I did a kicking and screaming. I didn't want to watch them, and I did not actually like most of those movies. There was a couple I liked, but I'm just not a fan of those movies. The uh, Doctor Strange movie was the one I absolutely loathed the most. Really? Loathed I, I enjoyed it. that one. I thought it was, it was different. god-awful. Ah, god-awful, 0 out of 10 for me. Ah,
1: see, I hated such... it, hated it hated it. Well, the listeners out there know that you're mostly wrong.
0: <laughs> and that's fair enough. <laughs> Whatever I say. also gave Halloween 2018 as you know, a 0. .5 out of 10. Yeah, which is Even though uh, I didn't originally give it that. I think it was,
1: what, a 3 2. out of 10? You
0: gave it a 2. Was it a 2? It was a 2. But uh,
1: you're 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 on the uh, downside of the slope. Everybody else was like, yeah, you know, even me. I, I don't give it the high one, but I'm in the middle. And then, uh, like, everybody else gives it super high. Like, you know, the professor gives it super high.
0: I didn't have this in my news this week. I'm just doing this on the fly right now. But um, uh, the guy that's, what's his name, Jude Michael Courtney, the Guy that's playing uh, Michael Myers, yeah, yeah. I believe that's his name. I can't. It's either Michael Jude Courtney or Jude Michael. Yeah, Courtney. something like that. Whatever it is, Michael Myers himself uh, kind of did like a quick blurb about that this week, and he actually said that the uh, he goes, "Y'all are gonna love the new Halloween Kills. It's gonna be just like Halloween 2018, but on speed." And I instantly my heart sank because I was like, even though I shouldn't be, I'm actually excited for this movie. From what I've heard, that just made me not want to see it because uh, that movie was so awful. Because you're a hater. You're I watched it again the other night. I've watched that movie ten times since it came out. In but video, you were soft on and the Grudge. I hated grudge. it
1: more every time. You were soft on the Grudge. I wouldn't say I was soft on it. I don't know. We're delving into some like territory wasn't with good. you. It was good. And the movies you like. You admitted to being excited for Urban Legend. You love the Grudge series. No, I
0: like the original Urban Legend. <laughs> I said I got excited, and then I orig- then I came back around to the point where I'm sure I'm going to be disappointed just because of uh, how bad the sequels were and how bad these quote unquote remakes or whatever you want to call them I'm, are i'm catching
1: on to you i think you i think you i think, you, I, think, I, think I think i think it's you got to be different i think you're the hipster of horror <laughs> i really do i think you're the hipster Maybe. of horror i did Maybe. like the furries the furries was good <laughs> by the way that was on uh, i i was i was flipping through and it was on shutter was it mm-hmm. well it should be on there because it's a shutter original. well yeah i know but i'm like it was on their actual tv you know, oh, they channel had stuff it was yeah. playing it was a fun movie. It was a good movie.
0: Um, next up, I, I want to talk a little bit about Elijah Wood, our little friend Elijah Wood. You know, our, our wee little buddy. Uh, he's been uh, he's been very forthcoming with the fact that he's a big horror movie fan, and uh, he was recently a guest on the Boo Crew podcast and kind of discussed what he would do with the new Nightmare on Elm Street movie uh, if Spectrevision was uh, able to get a hold of it.
1: Oh, let me guess. He said that he was going to have some people travel to Springwood. He was going to have them drive around in circles because they kept getting lost. And the map tells them they're fucked. <laughs> and if right only before, that would happen. And right before somebody falls asleep and ends up in a PSA. Could be. Now, and this that sounds Depp like something I've seen before. It.
0: This sounds like something I may have. I don't know. I, I couldn't possibly have seen anything that dumb.
1: Oh, man. You could. You could. The legendary freddy's dead. Yes, Jeffrey, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's what he wants to do. He wants to remake freddy's Dead, shot for shot. <laughs> Even get back Roseanne Barr and Tom Arnold. It might cost him a lot of money to get them in the same room together. Yeah, it'd be worth it. It would be worth. It'd be it. worth it. Bring back Johnny Depp doing the PSA, only dressed up now as Captain Jack it, Sparrow. Is it just me or did everybody hate Tom Arnold when he was married to her, and now everybody likes the guy?
0: Yeah, ever since now he everybody everybody hates her, her. now. That's yeah. why he's hysterical. <laughs> They've switched spots on the bus. True Lies. To me, he stole that movie. True Lies is good. Ah, uh, great movie.
1: But anyways, what was his pitch?
0: So he kind of explained that uh, he would have Robert Englund back as Freddy, of course. But uh, at that point, he would take it in a different direction.
1: So, what that direction is, I don't know. That we would... Freddy is going to instead of dying in a fire, he's just going to grow old and and he's going he's gonna to retire. What he's going to do is he's going to shape little trees. We call them bonsai trees, and he's going to find a young a young Padawan, if you will, named a young Daniel, impressionable boy, and he'll call him Daniel Son. And he's going to teach him how to win the all county uh, t- karate tournament.
0: Yeah, and then in his free time, he's going to climb climb on the side of a mountain and uh, use his fingers to snip the
1: uh, and prune the uh, That's the bonsai right. trees. That's right. I see where you're going with yes, this. Yes, yeah. sounds original. It is. It sounds original. original. There's going to even be a villain named Johnny. Yeah. Who's not really the villain of the movie, he's actually the hero.
0: No, no, it's, uh, you know, there's probably going to be an older guy by the name of, I believe his name will probably be something along the lines of Kreese. Yes, 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 yes. yes.
1: Very good, you you read my mind there. Yeah. Character straight out of my head. (laughs) That's what Freddy's going to be up to. I mean, Uh, Freddy was a kung fu master in one of the movies, we just didn't get to see him because he was invisible. Wasn't Remember that, that? That was part oh, five. That was part four. Four. Yeah, it was four. Four. Yeah, He's yeah. a cunt, they ran out of money, so he's invisible during <laughs> the Kung Fu fight scene. It's great. Good. Check it out. If you don't believe it, check it out. It happened. Yeah. It's on film.
0: I mean, Elijah Wood, we all know that if they do get Robert Englund back, he wants to do another one, but he's, what, 70 years old now, 71 years old, something like that. It, the
1: time time's not on his side. Well, allegedly the plan is that you have to pitch an idea to the family that does include Robert England, and Robert England wants to do it one more time so he can pass it on to somebody else. Right, that's the goal. So that's that's the unique twist if you will yeah Ooh, what a twist it's I just figured figure out i mean you could just do the, it the problem is is i think two people are thinking too hard about it yeah. it's easy enough Freddy is the master of the dream world that's it, it's uh possessed by dream demons remember right so all he has to do is instead of uh trying to kill it off you can say that Freddy is starting like because people forgot about him he's starting to die off kind of what they did in a way with the Freddy vs. Jason movie, but you just take it a step further and go, okay, so now so I don't die off, we have to find another dream demon. Right. Like, I'm going to be no more because my dream demon part was only for X amount of years. Find out the that's part of it. So now he has to find another dream demon. So he's trying to find somebody who's horrible. Right. So put him in a situation where he's in a prison or a penitentiary or somewhere where there's horrible people and whoever can outlast him, he gives the dream right. demon to. Right. You know, you here's do something like that. Here's the
0: double-edged sword with it. We know that that's got to happen. We know that they're going to constantly make Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloweens and Friday the 13th if, they, if the lawsuit ever gets uh, resolved. We know they're going to go on forever. And the more of them they make, it seems like the more people hate where they're going with it. Nobody's going to accept anybody else in that role. I don't care who it is. I don't care what he passes on to it. Nobody's going to accept it when they try to carry that on. I, I just I don't care how great the depends, actor is. I just it don't think they're going to. Depends on how you to. do it.
1: Dep- once again, the world always depends on how you do it. It always depends on how you do it. If you do it in a, in a way that is entertaining and it's good and that people want to see more of, you can do it. What proves that? Child's Play. Yeah, I want to see a sequel to the movie. Why? Because it was an interesting enough and different enough premise that it got me like, oh, okay. It it was enough familiar to the original that I'm like, oh, that's cool, but it was different. right? And that's all you have to do. And if you have the person who's giving the nod be the guy that everybody's worried about, then it's easier that way. But they did that with a remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. But they didn't. They didn't because he really didn't. He wasn't involved in that at all. He wasn't very happy about it. I mean, we <laughs> are you talking Robert England? Yeah. Well, he wasn't involved in it at all. No, but Jackie Earl Haley did a serviceable
0: job. with He that did role. a serviceable.
1: But once again, but nobody you also accepted had, it. But you also had Robert England going, yeah, no. Robert England was uh, was doing what we you know when I talked to Doug Bradley, what he said when they'd switched pinheads. You know yeah. that's my character that's my role Robert England did the same which is I'm not there's nothing wrong with either of those guys saying that without their blessing it, it people fans know this fans know yeah. when the guy's unhappy about it fans know because they do interviews and they know they're unhappy so fans are going to have a loyalty you have a loyalty to Robert England right you have a loyalty to Doug Bradley in that right. case so when you have somebody else there even if they do an amazing job they could be they yeah. could pull the Joaquin Phoenix performance. Out of that role. And people will shit on it because they're going to be loyal to who they're loyal to.
0: Let me me pitch this to you. Instead of the quote-unquote remake of Nightmare on Elm Street that we got, let's say that everything with that movie is almost exactly the same. But in the beginning of it, or somewhere in the movie, Robert Englund actually was Freddy. And... Jackie Earl Haley is just some other schmo that's in the movie. Maybe he's a janitor, similar character, but he's he's whatever he is. He's he's John Doe, whatever. And they ended up going in the direction where Freddie knows he's gonna die and he absorbs You know, he kind of like inserts himself inside of Jackie Earl Haley, and he becomes Freddy. He continues on as Freddy Mm Krueger, but it's exactly what we got the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. But he, you know, he is Freddy Krueger. He's not some. He's not John Doe. Mm -hmm. He's Freddy Krueger, but he looks different, and it's this
1: other guy that has that inside of him. Would we have thought differently of it? I I would bet you would. I bet you would. Because if you look at the movie without thinking about it as a remake, believe it or not, it's not a horrible movie. Right. I agree. It's actually not a horrible movie. So therefore, I mean there were certain things I wouldn't have done in that movie, but they did some ingenious stuff in that movie as well. Yeah. So I feel like if yes, if the if if Robert Englund passes on the torch, and that's why I'm saying to Jackie Earl Haley, we're we're not having this discussion. We're probably on the fourth in line of sequels in that in that section right now. Right and people are in love with that character still. Right, but the problem is, is you didn't. What you had was you had a studio going. We're going to go in a different direction. The original person who is still alive going. But wait, guys, that's right. me. Even though I not necessarily wanted to do it again, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have asked me. Right. And then last but certainly because at that point, juncture when they made that movie, he was still doing appearances as Freddie. Right. Robert Englund was so he wasn't done with the character. Right. So you end up with this weird, weird rigmarole. And once again, loyalty's a thing, man. Right, right. The the, difference is with that in like, the uh, perfect examples of Friday the 13th. See, Friday the 13th, the nice part is Jason... You can just make, you know, there's nobody's face to Jason. right? No, There's no recognizable face. Freddie to us, you can see a face, and that's the face of Robert Anglin, even though it's under prosthetics. So, it, it, obviously, Jackie Earl Haley does not look like Freddie Krueger. Right. Because you, you, you could have made him look that way, which would have probably been the smarter thing to do. And that would have made it also probably succeed a little better as well. Instead, they went to a different direction. But you know the reason it doesn't affect the Friday the Thirteenth franchise because it's a guy underneath the hockey. It's a stunt man underneath the hockey right. mask for the most we'll say part. Halloween, yeah. Once again, you don't see the face, right? And exactly. that's 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 important. But can that's get away Im- with that with those things. That's but. important because then you can't. Your brain doesn't recognize them as somebody else, right? When you see somebody who is not Freddy acting like Freddy, then it's it looks all bootleg, right? Let's be honest. Well, uh, we we got more news to come at you, but we are uh, getting ready to take our first break. But we also want you to know that uh, you can talk to us about anything we talk about or anything at all just by reaching out to us. How do you reach out to us, you say? I'm glad you asked. That's uh, easily done on uh, Facebook, HorrorZone607. Like and share that page. Also, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at HorrorZone607. Remember, for all the social medias, use the hashtag HZ607 uh, to join the conversation. Also, you can find out all about us and what we've got coming up and everything on 8122productions.com. Visit that website, check it out. Friends of the show, our sponsors, uh, Three Fat Nerds, everything is right there. All at one uh, touch, 8122productions.com. And also, if you would like to support this show monetarily and help us pay the bills here and get a ton of cool bonus content for it, that's easy as well you can go to patreon.com and become a patron just go to patreon.com slash 8122 productions and as for little as 12 dollars a year bam you get a bunch of bonus content and you help this show out well with that we are going to now uh, take our first break of the show so we'll be right back with more news Hey, this is Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International, and you listen to Horror Zone six oh seven.
0: And hey, welcome back to the zone. Uh, see, we got a lot more news to talk about this week and uh, we might as well jump right into that right now. Uh, Legendary they have hired Ryan and Andy Towhill, who I've never heard of uh, they hired those two brothers though to direct the brand new Texas Chainsaw Massacre so we've got directors
1: yay! I know you're excited about this. I don't know I haven't been excited about a Texas Chainsaw movie in a little while I mean that could just be because the last couple kind of fell flat
0: Yeah. Uh, But... but. You know who's behind this one, though?
1: Yeah, well... (laughs) Trust Betty. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not directing. No. No. And I wish that he was. Yeah, he's just producing, which is the difference. I still trust
0: in the guy, but I wish that it was him directing this. How
1: cool would a movie be with
0: a real director? Because you also have to ask,
1: when you're a producer... How much production is he really doing? How much producing is he going to be a diehard on the set every day, making changes? uh, You know, producer directors, or is he just getting you know doing some casting, doing some stuff, showing up every once in a while and just getting his name in the credits? Right. I mean, I'm sure Freddie Alvarez will be there on set every day. I'm 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 sure that'll happen. But once again, you don't know. You know, that's the difference between being a producer and being a director is you don't technically have, you know, and if you believe in your director enough, you might go to bat for something you wouldn't go to bat for. Right. So, I mean, I would have loved to see the artistic direction that Fetty Alvarez as a director would have taken with it. I think it would but have been awesome. Who knows? I, once again, I, it's something I will see, and if it's good, then I will thoroughly enjoy it. If it's bad, then like it'll the last just be like a, a couple of the last ones that were real bad.
0: Yeah, well, Legendary is hoping to kickstart a new franchise with this movie, so, you know... Maybe you got the right tools in place to to finally do that. They've tried that with the last two. Um, I maintain that Leatherface, the last one that went direct to video, it was well. I guess technically Next Generation went direct to video because it yeah. was shelved for so long. But uh, this one was a, you know true uh, direct to video movie, and it was a pretty good movie and a good premise. It's the direction they went with it. They dropped the ball. Um, yeah. You know, the whole thing was who done it? Who who is Leatherface? And are you kidding me with the direction they went with that? You had the perfect character there, the perfect person, and he ends up being a red herring to it. Like,
1: yeah, that's that was the point. It was they were so trying to get you stupid. A gotcha. I mean, turns out, out that Leatherface gotcha. is a very intelligent, well-spoken, skinny young lad. And the only reason he can't talk is because John knocked off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, he's it's not strange.
0: He's not you know mentally challenged. He's you yeah. know he still has an abusive family, but they're fairly normal. It's strange. ish. Yeah, it was it they was They dropped a weird, the ball with that. It could I have been a great movie.
1: It. I don't I didn't like it as much.
0: Yeah. There was a lot about it to like, but it was the where they went in the last act that really ruined it. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh Lionsgate has officially ordered a sequel to Knives Out. And we knew that that was they were talking mm-hmm. about it, but it's officially uh underway. It, or well, it the production's imminent.
1: Yes, and uh, they will just be continue it will not be uh, continuing with all the characters. Uh, of course, we will be getting back to detective because basically they're going to treat it like an Agatha the Christie uh, novel. So, yeah. you know, they went on and did a bunch gonna of this. It's going to be like Matlock. Yeah, it's going to be so it's going to be different cast, different situation, different town. Just the only thing that ties it together is the same inspector, if you will. You know, it's too bad uh, that Angela Lansbury's not about 10 years younger and William. Uh, do I don't know. I, I How cool would she be to be <laughs> to be there right with him like his mother? Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, I need to see I, it. I'm was dying very, to see very, it. very, very enjoyable. So I can't wait to see the uh, sequel. Yeah. Because I think as long as you're not using the same characters and you're doing a different whodunit, and uh, you you kind of just you can change it up as much as you want, it makes it fresh and it, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So we've talked about Legendary. We've talked about Lionsgate. Let's talk about a little bit about uh, Universal. So we kind of know that their um, their monster dark universe kind of fell through. And they're, you know, they're always going to try to get back to those glory days, but we don't know much about where this, where the story's going. However, apparently they are developing a musical called Monster Mash.
1: Nobody knows.
0: Nobody knows if it's going to be based on the, the song or if it's going to be some kind of a musical with all their monsters. Heck, that's what I would
1: do. Just do a, a musical with all the monsters. Yeah. How cool would that be? It'd be a different direction for it. It'd be something different. Maybe. I don't know. It's, 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 I mean, we're far enough now where those movies are not really considered, like, uh, uh, what's the uh, word I'm looking for? They're not considered uh, hip scary anymore, yeah. if you will. So, I mean, you could get around it. But I, I think if you did it that way, you'd have to do, like, an homage to each one. And then, like, at the end, you have to have the final dance number. You know, there, right. there has to be one final dance number. And and if it's if, if it's done right, if it's done right, it could be really good. Yeah. And, but if it's done badly, it could be done. It could be real bad. You know what I mean? I I don't know. I I, I just I just feel like. I feel like they could do the mash. They could do the monster mash. I the yeah. I mean, it is legendary. Yeah. I and see it, what you're doing here. I, I see what you're doing here. I mean, it, I, I mean, legendary's not doing this one. But right. <laughs> it, it, is, it is. It is a legendary song. No pun song. It, It's a legendary song. So even if they wanted to do it after the song, I'm fine right. with that. But I mean, you have to have the werewolf. You have to have the Frankenstein monster. You right. have to have like a, probably some skeletons, some Dracula. You have to have all those involved. Right. I would prefer to see a, a, a musical based on Monster Squad, personally. That's just me.
0: Yeah, I mean, would it be far off from what that was?
1: Really, I mean, pretty much not. Just you, uh, they definitely, if they're going to call it Monster Mash, you have to do the Monster Mash at some right. point. juncture.
0: unless it's going to be. Well, I mean, it could still have the monsters in it, but I hope it's not going to end up being like a children's, like a like a animated.
1: No, no I, I don't think so. If they're doing a musical, it's going to be live action on stage. I would assume. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would assume we'll find out.
0: Uh, so we've covered all the the other uh, big studios. What's left? Who do we got left? Blumhouse. Uh, so it, it was uh, recently announced. Uh, now, we know back in the fall, the movie The Hunt was supposed to come out, and it got shelved because of like a lot of the violence that was going on in society, for real. Uh, but it's back on schedule, and uh, it will be hitting theaters on March 13th.
1: I still disagree with the fact that they uh, shelved it because of all the stuff going on. I mean, I understand at the time. That it might have been a good idea, but I feel like they shelved it for too long for no good reason. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, as much as they would like it, we talked about this on Three Fenders. Nerds, uh, we don't get too political over there, but the one time we did was defending movies and such. Because uh, I went to, I went right into statistics. I mean, comparing the statistics here to st- statistics in Japan. Yeah. Uh, once again, Japan is a smaller country, but the different, but Japan has an increased amount of violence in their video games, And an increased amount of violence on their television programmings and, and and as you know, I mean they're mm-hmm. o- it's over sexualized, everything like that in anime. It's not and it's not a shot against the Japanese, but they don't even have like a a percentage of the violence over there Like we looked at it Like a year they have I think like Due to murder They have like 300 murders a year In their in their country Which is not a lot I mean there's always Going to be mental stable people There's always going to be People who do so But 300 murders a year Is not a lot In a, in a country that's got Millions of people in it Right And the same thing uh, You know They rape real, they uh, rate really low On rape as well Right. Whereas the United States is high on both So when you're blaming media for that I, Am I sure that some people Who are uh, mentally ill Don't see the media and it doesn't spark something Maybe mm-hmm. you might have an argument there But that's not the core reason It's the mental illness Because right. that would say that everybody who is going out and seeing a movie Like The Hunt was going to then go ahead And go kill the people because, right. And that's just not the case The, the numbers don't provide that statistic right. There's not a perfectly normal person Who goes and is like oh I saw this Movie, it makes me want to kill. Let's go kill. Right? That doesn't happen. I mean, if it did, you'd be
0: hearing about that every time a Halloween screen, mm -hmm. Texas Chainsaw, Friday the 13th, every time any of them
1: come out, that people would be running around.
0: Doing so, that And it doesn't happen But so they try our, to blame it on that in
1: our, in our archives We had that out So and that, it was right around The time that they Canceled Knives Out because Or not Knives Out Why well, I said Knives Out The Hunt uh, It was right around The time they canceled The Hunt Because I was like Wow it's a, Again we're back At square zero With them blaming Video games and movies yep. For real life violence And, and it, the, the statistics And the numbers Just aren't there uh, I mean I know Some people feel differently That's fine But just the numbers And statistics Really aren't there I mean I just think that It's, it's just a shame That a movie That looked really good and piqued my interest. What was it a year ago or so? September. Yeah. Well, six and they're months, embracing over it by the months. way. The new poster.
0: Yeah. It's they're embracing like with all the controversy surrounding it. It's got like all kinds of things on it, and it also has September whatever crossed out. like it's xed out, and then the new date is on it. Like I mean, at least they're, they're, it. It, I, they're I just, owning it, but they're owning it. I just don't
1: like the fact that studios cave like that. Yeah. I mean, you could have pushed it off a week or something like that, or a couple weeks, just to you know show some pity for something. But it's just like it, it had nothing to do. That movie wasn't even out. It doesn't have anything to do with it, and no other movie had anything to do with it. Right. I mean, we gotta you know take a a real solid look at what the real problem is and stop blaming uh, other things because guess what the problem will never change as long as we're blaming the wrong things. I agree and uh, canceling a movie and putting it off for six months or better isn't always the answer but I'm glad it's going to see the light of day I right. still does have my interest I'm still going to go definitely see it but I, I just think that it's kind of a shitty reason why I got pushed back and I wonder how much the box office is, you
0: know returns are going to suck you know how much the movie's going to suffer because of it it could
1: either do really good because people are f- happy that they're releasing it or it's going to do really bad because you know yeah, they had a, they had a good original build-up and now you have to start from square you know square one all over again and do you really want to sink the kind of money they sunk into it originally right to to advertise it so obviously they're doing some advertisements but you know i don't think they're doing it to the level that they had originally right and that's that's going to hurt the movie a little bit because think about they they dumped millions of dollars they canceled it last minute so they had already dumped millions of dollars into advertising because that movie was well advertised right so now they either have to dump another bunch of million dollars which is really going to hurt the bottom line if it doesn't make a lot of money because <laughs> now it's like okay you know we because I do believe it was reasonably made I do believe they're only between ads and everything they're only like 10 or 10 to 15 million dollars in on that movie so it could have a marginal release and do 20 million dollars and make money but if you go out and re do all the advertisements again to spend another five million and you butt up against you know only making 15 to you know 18 million now all of a sudden it's a fucking bust right when it it would have been you know more successful which it sucks because it does look like a an original concept if you will right i mean there's other things that look similar to it but it does look like a kind of cool original concept yeah and it's got one of the all-time badass people as a villain in it too yeah so i'm just saying yeah we'll see we'll we see i see. hope it I, I hope it doesn't though i'll definitely be checking that movie out yeah
0: it's coming around March, right around March Madness. Actually, yeah, it's so, in the March.
1: Yeah, March
0: thirteenth. I want to say March thirteenth. Yeah, look, look at that. that. Off the top of my head, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's all I got for for horror movie news. But I got some series news. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So uh, first thing is uh, we know the Creep Show season two is going to be coming. Uh, that's going to be actually they're they're beginning to film that in March as well. Uh, however, Greg Nicotero posted a preview on his Instagram this week of the uh, new slightly updated uh, creep from the show. So uh, he kind of, it's the same monster, but, you know, I, one of the things I didn't care much for was, was the way that the thing looked in the series. He just kind of, you know, just moved around and didn't really do anything. But uh, he gave him lips, and now I can smile, and, you know, just the
1: animatronics to it are, are a little bit updated. So he gave it a little bit of a facelift. It's kind of cool. Oh, awesome. I can't wait. I love season one. Uh, I am excited to see season two, and it uh, looks like they're uh, dumping more money into it. So, hey Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm all for that because it should. It was a great. If you don't have Shutter, I would suggest to get Shutter before. Then it is a really good movie, a really good series. Sorry, I said movie. Really good series. Uh, you get a lot more in depth because it's not a movie. Right. You had you you know we had six episodes, which were twelve parts. Because it's two per episode And it really paid off I thought there was enough time I thought it was, it was true to the movies Where they gave them Not too much time About 20 minutes uh, a section if Give or take Yeah uh, Some of them were a little longer Some a little shorter But right around 20 minute mark Perfect time to tell a little story and then gets you on to a second one. You get two. You felt good. There was a couple right. that I wasn't a huge fan of, but uh, for the most part, uh, out of the six, I would say that the majority were very that I enjoyed. Now, mind you, there are some people probably who enjoyed the ones I didn't. So right. that's why I'm not going to crap on any particular. I liked the one with the little kid with the dolls. The doll oh, that was cool. Yeah, that was neat. Yeah, I, I was wondering where they were going with it. Yeah, for a while. I like how they ended it too. Yeah, but I, I thought I, was I still got to watch the uh, the rest of them. I think I saw two or three episodes. There was one that's but... very that looks like it was very antler esque. Yeah. Uh, because uh, because the premises uh, premise of it, sorry, premises the premise of it, I thought it was very antler esque. That was really good, and I enjoyed that one. Uh, and then there was there not was the one with other. Tobin Bell, was it? With that the was deer? the one with Tobin. Okay, Bell. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I, that was but the that first was, one. I, I'm saying that that was like Antler-esque because yeah. if you look at the trailers for Antler, that's kind of what looked they're similar. going kind yeah. of different but the same. Yeah, I thought the um, same thing when I saw the preview yeah. for Antlers. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so
1: I don't know. Look cool. So, I, I, I'm excited. That's why one of the other reasons I'm excited for Antlers. It works so well in a small thing. I, I'm sure <laughs> I it could work as a full movie. Right. And that's different though. One was kind of a sea creature. The other one kind of not. Right. Right. There you go.
0: Uh, so Jennifer Tilly has finally confirmed that she will definitely be a part of sci-fi series
1: Chucky. Well, why wouldn't she? I know. I mean...
0: I mean, it kind of sounded like they were taking it in a different direction
1: from those, but she's coming back, so... Well, they need It's definitely going to be associated with the movie somehow. They need a star. Yeah? They, they do, and they, so they got one. I mean, the only thing they could do that would make me uh, excited about this at this point in juncture is make Chucky voiced by Tommy Wiseau. Oh. oh man could you imagine that oh my goodness because I'm Chucky huh <laughs> I'm gonna you want you want to play I, I like to play I don't know it's, it's a good time, so. oh, <laughs> it could geez. be it could be one of the best things that we've seen thank god Brad Dourif is going to be back though. thank you yes yes I, I'm all for that I but I, I don't know I, I still just think that I too little too late I think if they were going to want to strike when the iron was hot uh, the new movie came out. This it felt like. I mean, this was in the works before, but then it felt like they tried to speed it up due to um, the movie coming out. And then the movie did well and looked good and, and and had one of the best soundtracks, which Child's Play never had that kind of a soundtrack yeah. prior to it. And uh, so now I don't know. It might be too little, too late. I mean, I'm still tuning in and watch and check it out, but I, I just don't know. It depends on if is it going to be more cult or is it going to be more Bride.
0: Uh, I hope it's more like Curse of Chucky.
1: Yeah, something. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with it. Anybody but, that hasn't seen Jennifer Curse of Tilly, Chucky yet. But Jennifer Tilly coming back makes me really nervous that it's going to be more like Bride of Chucky.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm afraid of. Like Bride and Cult. Yeah. Because that, those movies, Cult got silly again. Yeah. Which yeah. I, you had you had Bride of Chucky, you had Seed of Chucky, which everybody knows were more comedy. They were they were campy, they were silly then you come back years later and you do curse of chucky which went right back to its original roots and it was phenomenal it was scary it was suspenseful it was atmospheric it was the the closest thing to the original movie that we were going to get it was so good and then they come back with another bride and seed like movie it's just a silly campy movie with cult and i don't i don't know How anybody liked that movie, I do not... I I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. There was nothing redeeming of that movie. It was terrible. Even Brad Dourif sounded bad as Chucky. It it was, like, very forced. Yeah. It was kind of like... The best that I can describe that or compare it to is... If you've seen all of the American Pie movies, you had Stifler. Everybody knows Steve Stifler, one of the characters Mm -hmm. that sticks out. The comic relief in all the comedy in the movie. So, he's great in the original. Mm Mm-hmm. They bring him, you know, he's got an even bigger role in the second one, but he's still the same character. Then comes American Wedding, and I don't know what was going on with him in that movie, how stupid and silly and forced – that character was, it was horrible. He almost ruined that movie. And then they came back with American Reunion and he was back to being the, the normal Stifler again. Well,
1: that's because they made him like a main... Like, I, I hate to say that he wasn't a main character the whole time, but he was like the background main character. Yeah, but he became and a character here's in the third that, one. Well, that's the point. In American Wedding, if you know, he was right in the forefront. Yeah, Like that movie really was kind of the Stifler movie, which, right. is, is, which is strange. And but I it was think the that way that, he acted. But there, I think it was because there was too much of it. I don't think he acted any different... Per se, I think that that you just noticed it because instead of being there to be the punchline, because like think about it, Stifler was always like the peripheral punchline. In that movie, he is like the forefront. He is in your face the whole time, doing Stifler things like. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. I just, that's what I watch believe. it again sometime. Yeah, but I It I was just, very forced. I, right, but that's what I, my point is. My point is, it sounds, it seems forced, because when it's in your face, you don't get the break in between. Yeah. Because think about it, he spends, uh, I would dare say, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but I do feel like he spends, like, at least 40 to 50% of the time on screen in that movie. Whereas in the other movies, if you really break it down, he's on the screen 20, 30%. Yeah. And he's really there to get deliver the punchline, so... Anytime you have that kind of a character who it balances the line between douchey and funny, because that character really is. He balances the line between douchey and funny. Yeah, uh, you have the character out that much, it gets more douchier. The more screen time, you know right. what I mean? It's it's not. It's like it's sometimes less is better. As we know, i.e., the jaw, the Shark and Jaws, or you know, the first Hellraiser movie. Less is better yep. sometimes. It leaves you to the imagination. You know, it's good stuff. But.
0: Yeah. The point is, is that Chucky just right. it, The voice acting was not good. The problem is, nothing this, about that movie was good. It was very, very shoddy production.
1: But that's my point. My point also goes into there. If there's too much of Chucky in the smartassness in the show, that's what's going to make that come out more. And I have, have a feeling I mean? that's exactly what's going to happen. The best here. part it's about
0: sci-fi, for God's sake.
1: The be- yeah, exactly. Uh, they they do great with. Movies. Yeah. (laughs) Return of the Leprechaun. Anyways, uh, (laughs) so. <laughs> or leprechaun returns, whatever it was, <laughs> it was it was traumatic, is what it was for me. Yeah,
0: yeah yes, it was. Anyways, uh God, this all ever been a year since yeah, i came out. Yeah. So, but, but when you took the back.
1: scales, though, what makes Child's Play great is the parts where Chucky's not in the movie. Yeah, that's what makes the original ones. That's what makes where you know even what makes Curse of Chucky great. What you said, it goes back to form of there's not a ton of Chucky, like especially when shit's going down, and then you see him. When is it the little
0: kid? Is it the doll? There's the suspense, uh-huh, you know, and that's where Curse of chucky e went back to that. is it the little girl that's doing the things is it the doll i mean obviously we all knew by that point but, but that's still, why those two movies were but, so good because they actually the, had suspense in them it's
1: the shark and jaws philosophy yeah exactly when shit was going down less is know, more less is more yep at the end of the day i mean even in the even in the remake movie right technically chucky's not on screen as much as he's on screen a little more but he's on more than, but but it's not but it's but, a different type of it's a different type of screen it's yeah. a slasher movie they yeah. made it a slide because they they didn't bear the lead. They're like, you know, he's the killer. This is why he's the killer doll. And, right. and now you're going to just see him slash people, right. which is perfectly fine. That's the other way you can go in a Chucky series. If you do the other, it's going to be too many dick and fart jokes pretty right. much from Chucky.
0: Right. Uh, so you remember when the CW ordered up a uh, pilot for the Lost Boys? Yeah, that was a little while ago. Yeah, remember they canceled it?
1: Yep, yeah, absolutely. It's back on. A whole new cast. Way to dump more money into it. So we have a whole new cast with a yep. brand new pilot, which obviously costs more money. Yep. And, yeah. and there was a pilot film for the other one that we'll never see. Scrapped. Whole new cast. Gotta love it. They can't, they can't let it lie. If Whatever was wrong the first time, I don't know if they're going to fix it this time. Yeah. I'm just saying. There was a reason why it didn't get picked up. We don't know why because we never get to see it. I know. I don't have any
0: interest in seeing this version of it no. either, to be honest. No. And I probably here's the last thing for the week here. I probably should have done this after the whole Chucky thing. Uh, so Brad Dorff's daughter, real-life daughter Fiona Dorff, who was in... Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. Uh, she's going to be playing Rat Woman in CBS All Accesses The Stand.
1: Yeah, yeah, The Stand. I forgot that was coming out. <laughs>
0: no, I've never read it, never saw the movie, never read anything, but I guess this character was originally a male. Yes, it was I guess Rat so. Man or yes, something. So it was like Rat that. Man.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I was never a fan of The Stand, whether it be the movie or the or the, the book. book.
0: I didn't see the book or yeah the the movie didn't read the book. My, my mom is a huge Stephen King fan and she says the stand is her all-time favorite novel. Yeah, maybe so. I mean everybody teach yeah. their own, you know what
1: yeah. I mean? Maybe they'll do it right this time. Yeah. Speaking of things that they did right before we leave the news and dive into uh, week 2 of the the villain part 2 of the villain's uh, countdown, we have uh, some uh, Oscar news. Yes. Uh, we're not going to dive too deep into it, don't worry. Uh, but, uh, well, first off, Joaquin Phoenix did win Best Actor. Uh, we won't get into his uh, his speech. Uh, if you want to hear about that, we're doing a whole segment on the Oscars on 3 Fat Nerds this upcoming week. So t- tune in to 3 Fat Nerds and we'll dive into the craziness of what he said. But he did deserve to win. He did play a very good, mentally uh, ill person in that movie. So that's it. But the most important part for this show is that there was a first, uh, not not a first horror movie. There was the first foreign language film to ever be win an Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah. Overall, It did also win the Best Foreign Picture Oscar as well. And this movie is actually kind of, uh, according to the professor, this is, a, and a lot of people, this is a thriller. This is a horror movie. And, of course, we're talking about Parasite. It's been yep. a while since a horror movie has won. Correct me if I'm wrong. Silence of the Lambs is the last one that won Best Picture, correct? For uh, horror? As far as I know. Yeah, for horror, that was the last one that won. So I don't know. Titanic a... was pretty terrifying. <laughs> hi Uh But, anyways, uh, so that was the last one that won. So this has been a long time coming. Uh, Parasite, of course, also uh, Bong Joon-ho. I hope I said that right he's the Korean director of the movie he uh, also won best director for this movie uh, so it looks like it's cleaning up it cleaned up some other awards as well so uh, hey more power to it thank you Parasite for uh, keeping uh, horror in the uh, Oscars alive the professor uh, talked about it a couple weeks ago he actually uh, saw it and did enjoy it and does very muchly think it's a horror movie so yeah and a lot of other people do too so I, I will take it out as a win we'll take it out as a win for team horror even though me and mike haven't seen it yeah we'll still take it as a win
0: Dan. i accept this this uh oscar on their behalf
1: exactly and uh so congratulations for best director and best film for paris state so yeah. keeping horror proud so we're going to take our final break when we come back it's talking horror time more importantly it's part two of mike's Villains Count Horror Movie Villain Countdown. Uh so we are doing if I'm not if I'm correct we're doing 30 through 21. Uh we did 30 oh, no, through doing 21 first week. So, no we're doing 20 through 11. Yes. Ah, I forgot. I, if For you're close. I'm, you trying to, I'm trying to add one in out another three chance I'm, I'm trying to add in another week somehow. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it a top 40. We yeah, can just forget that know. we did last week. Yeah, no. We'll just we'll we'll, we'll stick to it cuz you already have that list. All so right. we are going to come back with 20 through 11. I can't wait to see all the people that Mike is criticizing for just being misunderstood <laughs> so with that being said we'll be right back hey this is kind of pat One coach Duffy from the ocho duro parlay hour podcast and you're listening to rich and mike on the horror zone 607 podcast
0: Welcome back to the zone. It is time to talk some horror. And last week we started a, the top 30 greatest horror movie villains ever. And this was a list that I had compiled uh, several years back, and uh, did on my own personal Facebook page. And I decided I was going to revisit it just because I wanted to have some fun. So we broke this uh, thing up into three parts. Uh, last week, as uh, you know, Richard just mentioned or if you watched the show or listened to the show last week, excuse me, you would know that we did this. Uh, I did uh, numbers 30 through 21. So I did the, the first 10 uh, last week. So just to kind of uh, recap that, I'll go back and, re- and do that again real quickly here. We're not going to discuss it. I'm just going to fire through them. So number 30, I had the man on the mask from the strangers number 29 drayton sawyer from the original texas chainsaw massacre number 28 Damien thorn the original damian thorn from the omen number 27 the creeper from jeepers creepers Number 26 was I threw a curveball in there, and I gave you Anton Chigurh. And if you're asking who's Anton Chigurh, he's the villain from No Country for Old Men. I am urging you all, that is not a horror movie. It's not considered a horror movie. Nobody says it's a horror movie. Go back and watch that movie under the, the impression that that's a slasher movie. Tell me it's not a slasher movie. That character is chilling, and that is a horror movie. That is a slasher movie. He came in at number 26. 25, The Black Christmas Killer. So the killer who we don't really ever get to know or we have a name from the original Black Christmas. Number 24, The Miner from My Bloody Valentine. Number 23 was Roman and Minnie Castavette from Rosemary's Baby. Number 22, speaking of babies, Baby Firefly from Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses and, of course, The Devil's Rejects. And number 21, keeping with the same theme, Otis B. Driftwood, also from the same series. So that's your recap. The first, numbers 30 uh, through 21, so the first 10 movies in this top 30 countdown. So we are going to kick off uh, the second group of this now, numbers 20 through 11. So number 20, I have got John Kramer, a.k.a. Jigsaw.
1: You know, once again, Mike, you're misunderstanding people. He was only a sick man who was just trying to help people realize that life was more valuable because as he was dying, he realized he took life for granted, much like these people. And he just wanted to, he wanted to help them out. But the, the way you have to help people out, as you know, is just let them live it on their own. So you're just, saying he's very charitable. Very charitable. Very, <laughs> extremely <laughs> uh, charitable. What a good man. Now, now after my shtick uh, that I like he to never, do. He, he uh, doesn't like uh, or condone murder. No, he doesn't. Uh, but uh, after that stick, uh, very good pick. Uh, I, I, I love the Saw movies. Uh, I can't wait to see where they're going with Spiral and how they're going to spin that off. Uh, some of the most creative ways to kill people in movies definitely i love the torture devices and uh yeah definitely an iconic horror uh movie villain in an era where there really wasn't uh horror movie villains yeah there there was one of those slump times then we got saw in our lives and and bam we he was the he was the uh the new-aged killer that we didn't know we wanted but we did and you know with him he was just a normal guy Mm -hmm.
0: you know we had a series of now eight movies coming up on nine movie well we don't know if he's going to be in this new one but eight movies well so based off of what he did right but he's not a mask killer he's right there in the forefront other than the first movie you know all the other movies you got somebody in a mask or
1: you know fair he's in the forefront in the first movie too he's right in your face the whole time. true (laughs) i mean you know what i mean yeah i know i got what you about i'm just saying to be fair yeah Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, I, I love it. He's he's great. It's a great and, and definitely, like I said, he at, at the time I don't think anybody was thinking that we were going to get another uh, big time villain, especially because horror was kind of down at that point in juncture. Right. And uh, not only did Saw kind of spark the horror bug again in that uh, for a little while, it also gave us a legendary villain. So
0: I wonder if they ever thought that he was gonna that series was ever going to become a series. I don't when even they think were the I don't know.
1: One. I don't think so because in the original series, he wasn't even known as Jigsaw. Yeah, he think was. About it. Well, they were just calling them the Jigsaw Killer. Well, yeah. And yeah. then and then it was at the end when after it was the sequels where people just adapted that into the just the jigsaw name. Right. With it, which is always the part where you know when the fans kind of want another one and that forces you to take it a step further is where you got gold. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So and they really happened.
0: did. They they boy, they stepped up their game with oh, yeah. those movies oh, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. So number twenty, the charitable jigsaw. Number 19, I can't wait to see how you're going to do with this one. Number 19, Margaret White
1: from Carrie. Oh, man, you know, actually, this one's an easier one. Definitely a girl that was misunderstood. She had a horrible home life. I mean, let's be I'm honest. I'm not talking about Carrie. I'm talking about her mother. It, 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 once again, she had a horrible home life. <laughs> you passed
0: those... Dude, you are pa- saying it was because of her daughter and her... No,
1: her. no, 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 no. You passed the traits that you learned, baby. You passed the traits you learn. So she came from a house where it was... Where putting somebody in a closet and stuff was obviously okay. That's why she did it to her own kid. Now, now, mind you, she didn't realize... She didn't realize that her kid had those crazy powers, though. I mean, yeah. let's think about true. it. True. So then it Which came. Apparently, to bite- were passed on from her husband. Right. Which you know what came back to bite her in the ass. Yeah, it did. Because that's what brought the house down. <laughs> 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 but oh no. boy, you are full of it today. Yeah. See, once again, but think about it. That's that's true though. Yeah. Like people usually learn those tendencies. So yeah. I'm assuming her mother you learned know, it too.
0: Instead of having three or four remakes of that, I'm surprised that they haven't
1: actually. Done a prequel and have it be about Margaret. It should be. Because I, I, I wonder you, if anybody's I, even thought of that. Here's the thing. I would find that you could have a really good movie about her due to the fact that obviously there was something in her upbringing that caused her to be an abusive bitch. <laughs> so, well, she was a religious fanatic. Right. Too, that too. But like, that, that's usually tied into like abuse. Yeah. So I'm feeling like there was probably something more to it. So you could probably make a real terrifying movie about how she grew up and how she became the overbearing mother based upon that. But another great pick for a villain. Uh, because I, I at first you know, you can't have Carrie be the villain because she really wasn't the villain. I mean, yeah, she starts, she right. goes crazy, starts killing people, but those people deserved it. Yeah. I mean, they tormented her. They got her to the point, you know, she had her big moment, you know, and she's definitely misunderstood because she knows she has these powers that, you know, are obviously aren't normal. Right. And then on top of that, you know, they made her, you know, they, they did this whole elaborate prank to, to, to mess with her. They deserved it. I'm yeah. sorry. It sounds like a bad thing to say, but th- that was a movie about revenge and retribution. Yeah. So that's in my in my opinion, she's not the villain, but yes, her mother very much really yeah, so. Yeah, her mother's but creepy. The, I, like I said, I, I would I would I would beg to suggest that you're right. They should probably do a prequel because I'm I'm telling you, you would find out there's something abusive in her past that because nobody just wakes up and is like, yeah, I'm a dare right. I'm gonna stick my kid in a closet. Right. Like the fact that she did like these horrendous things to her own daughter. Probably there was something probably something the that same was worse happened. To her, yeah, and and all in the same vein, probably in the vein of religion and, and yeah. being overbearing. So th- I think that that would be a great movie to dive into.
0: I think it'd be a fantastic movie. The one thing that they that would be lacking with it, obviously, that it, you just I don't know that you could ab- ab- ever duplicate is uh, the performance of Piper Laurie.
1: No, I don't. Know. As Margaret yeah, White, know. she was so good in that role and so believable. But I'm just saying, if you get a young talented actress, because obviously you'd have to do it when her, she, I, I would say, in their teen years. You wanted to do it around the time Carrie. It'd be about the, the same, same age, age Carrie was to see where yeah. it was overbearing and, and you could make that a real traumatizing a movie. Very atmospheric period piece from what
0: the nineteen fifties? 60s? fifties. That came out in what, 76? seventy six? Yeah,
1: so definitely at least the at least the late fifties, early sixties. I'd say the late fifties. Yeah. And and you know what you could not only that, but think about it, it would be so real. You can make it real because it wouldn't be like a horror movie in the aspect of like, oh, there's a monster killer. It would be like this, this, you watching this young girl get tortured. Yeah. And then that's what she grows into. I would even talk about a great psychological horror. I might even even do it as a piece where you didn't know it was a prequel to Carrie until the end. So you you go through the movie, you see this traumatizing thing, and then, you know, you'd have to take the hit at first because word of mouth would get you through. Right. And then at the end, you find out who it is. You're like, oh, that was great. Because that, yeah. would, that would really bring it home. The
0: advertisements and stuff leading up to it would have to be really good to get yeah, people in there for that. that. But you know what? I they don't would, know that they would ever the do people, something like that. By the way, that, for the people
1: who would gamble like you and I, because I know we would, it would pay off. Because then you'd be all over be like, oh, you will never believe what this right? is. and And just like, remember Split? Yeah. That's what they did with Split. Gambled on it. It paid off.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We might have just hit something here. We I might know. have just struck gold here. I know. If the right people gonna are steal, listening, that,
1: somebody's going to steal this idea. We're going to get zip for it. Yeah, we are. But that's fine.
0: It. You know, if it's done right, I, all, I'd love to be an advisor on this of, one.
1: All off of my, all, all off of me, trying to find ways to make people misunderstood.
0: See, I, sometimes <laughs> it's good. All right. Well, even you cannot possibly find anything that's misunderstood about number eighteen because number eighteen is the thing.
1: Yeah, you know, it's an alien life form on a planet that it's not familiar with. It's just doing thing things. I mean, think about it. We we don't know how that alien so life form. It's like form top acts guy's up. doing top guy things. Yeah, baby. Yeah. You, you don't know how that life form acts on its own planet. You know, here you know maybe it, it's a you know felt threatened man. On Listen, A plus student. Listen, I planet, would feel yeah. I would feel threatened if I was in the in the same place as uh, Kurt Russell. True. He's an offending like he's he, he's <laughs> an intimidating offensive kind of guy. Yeah. Just saying. Especially that snot-covered beard that he had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's really terrifying. Germs, man. <laughs> if you're a germaphobe, like Howie Mandel would be terrified of that. So so one year, my
0: our good friends, the uh, the egomaniacs, mm-hmm. um, one of the original, uh, the not not one of them, but the original guitarist of the band who's no longer with them, uh, his name is Phil, a uh, very talented musician, he actually dressed up as, as McCready with, with the Halloween the for beard? their Halloween. Oh, yeah. He looked just like him. That's great. Looked that's just great. like him. It was about 100 degrees in the bar that they were playing in it was it was halloween so you know that's why they were dressed up but it was a phenomenal costume he even like did he had a big big gnarly beard at that point he put stuff in it to make it. I mean, he looked like like Macready. That's awesome. It was great.
1: But yeah, anyways, great pick. Uh, obviously, a legendary movie. Uh, I, I like the how it moves around. Um, different things keeps you on your toes. I mean, in this case, it's not a person as the villain, right? Uh, but a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. But uh, it that, that works. I think that's a very very good pick.
0: Yeah. Now I can see where you're going to find number seventeen to be uh, misunderstood. Oh, it's going to be easy one end. Yeah
1: number 17 kayako from the grudge oh i mean come on like once again tortured young girl just trying to do young girl things man and then yeah. when, when things go south you know you gotta throw that temper tantrum baby you know so she had a husband and a, that was abusive and a little kid and, uh, and so, she had a, so she had a crush on she an american had, listen, lad she she had a temper tantrum things happen right she didn't he did well yeah but, husband did but but in the long run she did well, it was just she, you know, it was she started, it was her cursed soul. Yeah, you know, she she had a temper tantrum after being dead. Who wants to be dead? Yeah, so she took it out on other people. That's where I was getting it. Yeah, Not also a good pick. Uh, I, I I dig how the the backstory on the character. Um, definitely, you know, it, it works for what it was, especially in the time period. Not so much for the new one. No, no just throwing it out there.
0: Yeah, and and she was barely in that. Yeah, there's yeah. like a brief glimpse of her, but. Um, you know, in, in the Japanese versions of it, um, you know, she was certainly creepy. I actually find her to be a lot more creepy in the American versions of it. It just looked better on screen. Um, in the original Japanese movies, it's just clearly, a, you know, a girl with, like, white makeup on. There was no real special effect to it. Uh, in this one, you know, obviously, you yeah. know, she just, she, she looked more ghostly. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I... I a lot of people didn't like those movies. I get it, but I those movies creep me out. The original one with Sarah Michelle Geller. I shouldn't say the original, but you know what I mean, the, Ameri- no, I the original you. Americanized version. Um uh, just very very creepy the way she moves around and their bones crack and she move, you know, that so creepy, so creepy. I agree. Number 16. Pennywise, the
1: dancing clown. You know, if kids were like trying to grab on you all day and like kicking you in the rear and you know, making fun of you and stuff, you would be pissy too. <laughs> You, might you think even, that's what happened? You, might even you don't just think it's eat, a demon? You might just want to eat someone's arm. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and then wave it at people. Maybe,
1: maybe he was hungry. Could be. He never took that into account. Maybe hungry. He was he was in a sewer. He might be starving. He might be homeless. We're making fun of a homeless man in a sewer. This is this is just wrong. <laughs> This this entire thing was a mistake, you know. This this is actually I think it's the funniest part about this. Yeah, I this. know. Uh, that's why I keep doing it. Uh, Pennywise, though, like on a serious note, i now on the serious take. Uh, great villain, uh, whether it was the original or the new one, it's there's something terrifying about clowns to begin with. Mm-hmm. People have a natural fear of clowns, so it was always a good uh, way to have him as a clown. Of course, being a, an, another alien, if you will, on the list because technically he's an alien.
0: I thought it was more of a demon, but...
1: But, yeah, but he comes from not... He's not of our world. Yeah. So he is technically an alien demon. Maybe even. it's the thing. Well, once again, he could be. It, if, I mean, if that book was written by Stephen King, it would be. Yeah. But since it wasn't, then no. But yeah. no, he's he's from a different... Technically, he's a, from a different... Not only from a different planet, but he's also from a different dimension. Right. Which is a strange... You know, sometimes when you break down Stephen King stuff, you're like, man, you went really too far. Yeah. Uh, but it, it works out. The, you know, turning into things that people are scared of, even better. So, right. you know, he does... You know, the clown thing is his normal walk around because obviously scares certain amount of people, but then when he gets inside your head and he knows what scares you and what drives you fucking mad and and what you're terrified of, he then becomes that, which yeah. is which is super cool in a way. Uh, so it's always keeping him fresh and scary to everybody because no matter who you are, he's going to be something that will terrify you. Yeah, you're scared of snakes; he's a snake. You're yeah. scared of spiders; he's a spider. You're scared of clowns; he stays a clown. You're scared of lepers; he's a leper. You're scared of the Wolfman; he's a Wolfman. Yeah, you know, and so on and so forth. I feel like that's just uh, a really cool gimmick for that character. Yeah. All I can say to you: beep beep, Richie. That's right. Beep beep. Yep.
0: Alright, so number 15, uh, hear me out, because this is another one where it's technically two separate entities, uh, so there's a big backslash in the middle of this, but uh, at number 15, I've got Reagan McNeil, backslash Pazuzu.
1: Well, yeah, well, you have to go with the possessed version, because when I mean, she's just Reagan, it's not that bad. Yeah. She's just, you feel bad for her. Uh, so Pazuzu, uh, you know, a little lesser of a demon you know, just trying to prove to the world that that it could be as good as Satan, mm. <laughs> and you know, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for that damn exorcist,
0: <laughs> now, I just want to say, have I you, just
1: turned into Scooby Doo somehow. I
0: think you, I think we've talked about this before, but you have seen scary movie 2, correct? Yes, I have. How awesome is that spoof scene with James Woods? Oh yeah,
1: it's <laughs> great! And he's doing the little conlangus thing, yeah, like, uh, you know, like, talking. Yeah, I, I love it. Yes, uh, mom, would you get out of there? Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, that was that one's really good, but no, on a serious note, they were like, uh, it was a great character. Uh, you know, the fact that you know such a young girl could pull off that was pretty impressive. Yeah. You could definitely couldn't do. We, we talked about this on Three Fenders. I know we've talked about it on here a couple times when we talk about movies. I don't know if you can make that movie. I don't know if you can remake The Exorcist. They wanted to do it over the years. You definitely can't remake it and have it have the same impact because there's yeah. things in that movie that you cannot do again. Uh, I.e., uh, I don't know if we can have a, a girl on a bed saying "Let Jesus fuck you" uh, with a cross. I don't know if that would happen this day and age without yeah. people getting offended. Uh, unfortunately, possession movie or not, they are talking about your mother. You know, your, your yeah. mother in hell. Your mother sucks dicks in hell, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's 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 it's. Fucking bad, and it's and, and when you remember, it's a young girl. Yeah, you know, I was, I you know, it's it. it she does such a great performance in that. Uh, especially as the possessed child. Uh, Once again, you have to count them as different because when she's, you know, I think the best part about it is when you first meet her, she's so innocent and meek. It's like the perfect all-American girl that everybody would like as far as daughter, like especially if you get older, you're like, oh man, I can imagine having a daughter like that. And you know, that's what you want your daughter to be like. That's That's what works in your favor when she starts turning and she's possessed. It's like, wow, it's a whole nother you know, it, it really gets you in the feels, if you will. Right. And then the movie just gets real, real bad. Real and quick. still the Very only
0: good. person, the only character that has ever scared me in a movie I don't ever want to see to it the again. point
1: that you won't even talk to the real life exorcist nope. that we we had this want past year. To do at with sci-fi it. horror fest. I didn't even want to be in the same want, room yeah, as I was going to say
0: you didn't want to be around him. I didn't want to go in the auditorium with him. I felt uncomfortable being in the in the room that we were in, and yeah, he was across weird. the room from us. That's weird. He's, he's a I nice guy. He's a very nice man. I'm sure he is. I don't want anything being passed on
1: to my soul. So yeah, I don't think nothing's going to pass on.
0: <laughs> Number fourteen,
1: Jack Torrance. Uh you know alcoholism is a motherfucker man we're making fun of alcoholics now too man we are yeah you know we first started, we first when we first delved in this you know mike you were said these were villains now you're making me feel bad about the people we're making fun of <laughs> uh alcoholics now man uh anyways There's a little uh, bit of everything here yeah a little bit of everything but the alcoholism was uh, was right in the front in the forefront yeah think about it he was he was recovered and as a slip back i wonder if that was really like uh, what kubrick took from the book I mean, it is why it's in the book, because right. uh, Stephen King had uh, some alcohol problems, and he wrote the character based on him, Right. so maybe that's where it came from. Uh, so maybe that was why Kubrick was like, yeah, fuck it, we'll just make it like the Incredible Hulk. Because if you take away the fact of uh, the, the supernatural out of that movie, that's, that, could very rarely ha- that could really happen with somebody who fell back into alcoholism bad. Oh yeah there definitely could So there is a a quality of realism there Believe it or not When you take the supernatural But then it does not As much of a fun And legendary movie When you take the supernatural Right Of course You also have the fact That it was played By the great Jack Nicholson Yeah I mean how great is he In that movie I mean uh, Enduring line of Here's Johnny You know (laughs) All work and no play Makes Johnny a dull boy such a good movie. Amazing uh, movie. Somebody was trying to
0: tell me over the weekend that the, I can't remember who it was. They told me that that movie was terrible. Whoa. W- was it was it the professor? I hope not. I think it might have been him. Somebody was saying that that movie was overrated. And it, How is that? Maybe movie it wasn't. Overrated? him It must not have been. I can't him. say. I don't think no it was. Way. him Somebody was, was telling me say, that movie is overrated. And I'm going to tell you why. I know it was not wasn't a good.
1: And, that movie is way too artsy for the professor not to like it. Yeah, I, like, I don't think it was him. I have to ask
0: him. I don't think it was him. No, I, somebody was telling me that they don't like that movie. They think it's a terrible movie directed by a terrible director that was a terrible person. Wow. That they had wow. a terrible acting. All, all the actors were terrible. There was nothing good about it. It was
1: just long and boring. Listen. And we got performances out of that. I mean, Jack Nicholson's amazing that movie. Shelley Dufal's amazing yeah. I mean, she was terrorized by Kubrick to get that performance, yeah. but still amazing. Uh, probably one of the, the probably the best performance of her career, in my opinion. She's been in, she was in some good movies. Yeah, and, and that was her best performance. Uh, you know, even the little boy, even the little boy is super talented. In oh that yeah. Movie. I, and I mean, he doesn't even have to do a whole lot in No, that movie. I agree, I agree. And he was still great. Super talented, though. Uh, I, I love the movie. I don't know how anybody could disagree with it. The movie's great. Uh, Torrance is just, he's menacing, he's stalking, he's brooding. And, of course, then you add the supernatural into all of it, it makes it even worse. Right? If you think about it, like, it, it, if you base the bo- book or movie, sorry, if you base the movie alone on just an alcoholic who gets trapped in a place with his family and then dives back into alcoholism after being sober for a while, you could make that movie movie without anything supernatural still be menacing and terrifying because that that could happen in real life right but then you add the supernatural and it it adds that uh, extra twist I still want to know how did he get drunk (laughs) because there wasn't really anything there how how did he how did he go back in time (laughs) that too there's a lot of questions you could ask yourself supernatural baby that's how we go Uh, I, I guess I dig it I dig it
0: all right we are down to the last three for part two here so we are up to number 13 Mrs.
1: Pamela Voorhees. Nah, that's super low on your list. Yeah, it's a grieving mother though. So you're taking shots at grieving mothers now. Yeah, first, first the mentally challenged, then the alcoholics, now the grieving mothers. Michael, I know you were raised better than this. This is this is horrible. I can't believe I'm a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh how good how good is Well, first of all, you don't the 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 great part of that movie, it was one of the first movies ever you do not know the killer is yeah. for most of the movie. So you had the brilliant whodun- was it? yeah, you had the who it moment, you had the jaws moment because you're constantly in first person view of from the killer. So that's great. So you're in jaws mode, you don't see the the, the killer uh and then you get the big reveal at the end. And it's great. Yeah. It is great. It's one of the greatest reveals of all time in any kind of movie. Right. Especially horror movies. Cause who would have thought it was Mrs. Voorhees? Who would have thought it? Who? Yeah. Like nobody who? they didn't who? even give you think about it. They don't even give you like the clues that it's her. Yeah. They you know, you know that a little you know, a little boy drowned in the lake. You yeah. hear that story. It's assumed that it's that boy for some reason, even in the original movie. Or it's assumed that it's somebody who, who's gone and lost a damn mind. Yeah, it's assumed one of the two. I mean, even at one point in juncture, they kind of allude that it might even be the town drunk. Yeah. So, but, but crazy Ralph. Yeah, it could be crazy Ralph. But then we find out it's not crazy Ralph. No, it certainly was not. No, no. But anyways, at the end of the movie, great twist uh plays mentally like like talk about somebody who plays a mentally ill character great yeah like that snap in bef- in and out in the end there That's a great scene where she's like oh, no, oh come on honey i'll take care of you and then like instantly snaps mommy and then yeah and just start saying it was your fault yeah oh man so crazy it was let him drown yeah she wasn't even there you weren't paying attention it's like bitch i wasn't even here (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even go here then what are you talking about
0: and let me tell you any listeners out there we've talked about this in the past i've been to that camp twice Get tickets if you if you are offered put your name on the list to take a tour of of Camp Nobibosco go there because it is exactly the same as it was when the filming of that movie took place 40 years later and it is phenomenal to be there it is one of my one of the best days I've ever had and I've been lucky enough and fortunate enough to do it two times. It's great.
1: I, I, I such a cool place. I, like I said, I, I think she's a great pick. I, I'm surprised she's so uh, low on the list, if you will. I got some big ones coming. up. I, I know that's that's kind of got me enticed for next week in the top pretty ten. Legendary. Cause, cause uh... I, I'm gonna, I'm just going to throw it out there. That's a pretty big name to be just thrown out there. Yeah, there's but. some pretty iconic names coming up. All right. Well, what do we we got? How many more this week?
0: And, and I think that she was probably lower before. I go to the, uh, the to the final two for the week. Um, I think that she was probably lower on it just because that series is is based on Jason. Right. I you know, gotcha. He became the icon of that series. Um, I'm still surprised she didn't crack the top
1: ten, at least at yeah. number ten. If she know. had been
0: involved in I more, and I know technically she was involved in, in a couple of the other now ones. Now I'm but... more
1: intrigued. I'm more intrigued. So right. who do we have at number 12,
0: then? Number 12 has your friend, your dear, dear friend, Pinhead.
1: You know, a tortured soul, man. Just Torture Soul, just doing what Torture Soul He, he was just do, a soldier man. that
0: picked up a puzzle box.
1: Unfortunately, he got cursed, man. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's, he's like Snitsky. He's like the Gene Snitsky of, <laughs> of horror movies. Uh, Pinhead. Uh, well, you know, if it was based off the original movie, I'd be like shenanigans. Uh, I wouldn't agree. Because Hellraiser, as you know, he spends maybe five minutes in the movie, and he's not really the villain of that movie anyways. Right? Uh, but it, when you start moving forward to a little more, eh, he still wasn't in the movie quite a bit. He's still not the most most villainous person in that movie
0: it, it's almost surprising that he became such an iconic figure in it comes in because it, he really well, is it comes
1: movie. into number three number three really starts the villainy of of Pinhead yeah and that's where they focus on Pinhead he becomes part of these movies a great deal more right obviously uh, and uh, from there you know he was torturing people it, I think it's the look Honestly, I think the reason why he he was uh, the, the reason they had to go and make him a bigger part of these movies is the look. We had never seen anything like him. I mean, originally right. he was just the head Cenobite. Yeah, that was all didn't even he have was. A he was Le- 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 Cenobite. That was his name. And then the fans dubbed him Pinhead. It was right. the fans. It wasn't even the studio that dubbed him Pinhead, and that's why they're like, okay, well, when we make the second movie, we'll put him in for ten minutes. Right. <laughs> you know, because exactly. he wasn't even in a, long, a lot in, in Hellbound. He wasn't even in the movie uh, the whole time. Right. So once again, there's more villainous people in that movie, continuing from the original. But you know, in technically, I think he's the hero of Hellbound, isn't he? In a way, because he's the one that kind of uh. he, he gives he gives the villains their just due, if you will. Yeah, I mean, because Julia is is the villain in the first two. Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he finally, and she gets hers in the second movie, right? So, and and he's the deliverer of that. So, in a way, he's the hero. And then he does a like I'm not saying complete hero, but you know what I mean. He's right. kind of a hero in that aspect. And of course, we find out that later out of the line. You know, where, how, you know, the young girl gets away, but whatever. Uh, But by the third movie, they paint him as the villain he is. Yeah. Uh, The third movie is really where he shines. He's in, uh, you know, he's in Hell on Earth for the entirety of the movie he's torturing people you know we get to see people getting their skin ripped off on a, on a regular basis yeah. we, we have the infamous bar scene where people are hanging by their tongues and with eight balls shoved down their throats we get the you know the new cenobites who are people he killed like the camera guy with a camera through the yeah eye. It's and, and our good friend luke
0: me. despises that movie because of those cenobites. i don't know it's a great the movie. cd throwing thing that that was good though i that thought they good. were cool
1: uh, but, uh, you know, and then the series continues, and for better or for worse, I mean some of the movies were better, and some of the movies were, were worse, but Pinhead endures because he's so great, and I think it's because of how good Doug Bradley does the speaking role. And yeah. I understand that he can't do the voice completely because obviously that was fed through a computer. But to hear him even in person kind of do some of the lines and you know, and know where it's coming from, he just portrays that character so well. And he's a very nice man in real life, which is kinda of, it's kind of strange that he, he's he's the embodiment of evil. But I, I off of the third movie alone I, I can see where he should be high on this list. Yeah. But I, I really think it was till the third movie where it did until he became the villain. Yeah. In a way, I, agree. I mean, he was uh, he was technically in the movie for five minutes in the first one. Really didn't have much there. People liked the aesthetic so much that they brought him back for a little longer in the second movie. Right, and then like I said, in that here, and uh, he also argues this, and I will agree with him. Technically, he argues that he's a hero. Period. Because technically, he's only brought on by people's vices. Yeah, you have to because he's forgiven and let people go that were innocent of heart. Right, you you are judged by him. So, like, if you pass the judgment, you live. If yeah, you fail the judgment, kind of like so Kirsty
0: go in the original. You're right because well, it wasn't yeah, her that, that
1: then it came back in yeah. the later movie that uh, that he uh, traded her soul for six souls, right? We find that out later, but that was that was I think that was just added later
0: for. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't that Mayhem that was her husband in that? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a little and Mayhem, Dean, yeah, Dean
1: Winter. So, so six. So, so you, I could be wrong. I, I maybe, it was not, also, maybe I'm. Con- I, I know it was. he's in one of them. I, but I'm pretty sure he was in that movie. I'm pretty sure you're right. Was he her husband? I'm or? pretty sure you're right. I could be. Right. I don't know. I think that was. That. I think it was that one. But then we find out at the end he she traded six souls for hers. So she's
0: kind of a villain at that. point. She's a villain. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So is the anticipation mounting? Yeah, who's number 11? All right, so number 11, the last one for part two is... No, there's no drum roll, but I'm just giving it some suspenseful time here. just, you know, for the
1: tension. We got the Xenomorph. Xenomorph. Oh, well, you know, once again, it's the same thing as the thing. Misunderstood alien. Like, come on. We don't know how they really act. It's just an alien doing alien things. Okay. Just saying. Misunderstood. Uh, Great, by the way, but great speaking of uh great designs oh yeah greatly designed creature i love the way they move around the stalking uh you go back to the first one and there's only one alien in the first one hence the name alien and it's terrifying the stalking in the atmosphere even in aliens it's still terrifying i love the franchise as a whole even even the flawed ones i i you know you can find you know solace except for resurrection uh, <laughs> uh, there's really no solace in that movie
0: It seems like any horror movie that has the, <laughs> the name Resurrection yeah, it just no, does not just, pan out Just lay
1: it to rest, yeah. there's no reason to resurrect it <laughs> uh, But anyways uh, Overall I, I think it's a Great character, really good atmosphere Really great world Um I love I love the mythology behind the character uh, behind the Xenomorph. You get some really interesting stuff going on especially when you get an extra ones. And come on, what else has the crossover appeal that it was a ch- children's toy in an R-rated movie? Yeah. If you think about it, Alien, an R-rated movie and they had children's toys, yeah. still have a toy line based off of an R-rated movie originally, right? I mean, it's it's a great it's a good stuff. I mean, that's that's how legendary. There's only a handful. One of them is I'm guaranteeing is in your top 10. Because we haven't talked about him yet, but he was one of the other few that crossed over into kids' toys. Yeah. It, it, it's hard. It's a hard it's a hard jargon. I mean, actually, two of them that are in your top ten for sure cross over into kids' toys and such. Right. So I mean, I, you got to give it up. It's it's one of the greatest franchises of all time, and also one of the greatest creatures of all time. I agree. So I I have no problems with your. The only thing is I might have put. Uh, but then again, I don't know your top ten I, after next week. I'll ha, I'll I'll review at the end of next week and see where we're at. Because maybe you're you're making me entice. If the Xenomorph doesn't crack the top ten, if Pamela Voorhees doesn't crack the top ten, if Pinhead doesn't crack the top ten, I, I'm 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 intrigued about this top ten. I it's mean pretty, Pennywise didn't even crack the top. Yeah, 10. it's a pretty iconic top ten. I was gonna say there's no penny like like those the those, some of those are usual suspects for a top ten in horror. Right. And villains and and you don't have them there, so I'm I'm intrigued now. I paint me intrigued for next week. I'll be on edge just like our listeners will be. For Your next palms week. will be sweating. I will I, knees. You're weak, gonna have to pee knees weak. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, and I'm not just showing up to the Oscars to perform. Okay. <laughs> uh, but anyways, no seriously though, I am I'm actually going to anticipate this week because. Uh, little behind the curtains here for the listeners, I don't know your list either. Right. I'm being surprised. That's why I I didn't get time to get these witty ones out. So a couple of them that weren't so witty is because those are all coming off the top of my head. That's what I do, folks. I freelance. You do. That's why You're the best co-host on the planet. So, But you guys get to tune in next week just like I'm going to. Of course, you can take your – Give us some picks. Give us who you think is in Mike's top ten. Give us who's in your top ten. You can do that on Facebook, HorrorZone607. Uh, Like and share that page as well. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Horror Zone 607 Use the hashtag HZ607 when talking about the show. Give us all your opinions. Give us things that you want us to talk about and more, because we always like to hear from you. We discuss horror with everybody. Also, uh, you can go to 8122productions.com. Figure, find out what we're doing in the future. Find out where we're going to be. Find out our friends of the show, like the Osho Dura Parley Hour. You can go right to their friend thing. Click on that. It'll take you to the website. Check those guys out. Check out our friends, uh, Floodland slash Crimson Brethren. Uh, hopefully, we'll have Jimmy Gazdick back on the show someday. I keep hopefully, hoping. Hopefully. Know, I ask him uh, every time I see him. He also wants to do the wrestling show. He also wants to do the, the Three Fat Nerds present the wrestling show that me and Ken M do, also on uh, 8122productions.com slash the Three Fat Nerds Network. Uh, you, know, you know, eventually we'll get him back in here. so so much. He more. loves
0: horror. I would love to have course, him
1: back. Of uh, course, shout out to Dra- uh, Dragon Master Games who provides us with our studios here in Binghamton. Uh, if you want to send us any gifts, you can also send them here <laughs> in care of, uh, of Horror Zone 6 and 7. Send them to Dragon Master Games, 1235 Upper Front Street, Binghamton, New York, 13901. Uh, we 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 take artwork and everything else, but on top of that, uh, thank you for supporting them, and uh, as, as they support us all the time. If you want to, if you play Magic: The Gathering or any other game uh, like board games, RPG games, you know D and D and stuff, you can get all of that stuff at DragonMasterGames.com. And uh, that's not just a point. we actually do have our studio in this game store. Just so you guys know, you can hear it sometimes when yep. we, rec- we, we record on a Wednesday. It's pretty quiet here today. Tuesday is big for D and D; it's usually loud in here. Uh, so there's that. So I think those guys, but you can find out all about those guys as well on 8122productions.com. And last but certainly not least, if you would like a ton of cool bonus content on top of getting the shows early and everything else and help support the show, because, you know, as we are upgrading stuff, you hear me talk about it sometimes trying to upgrade to sound boards and stuff like that, just to give you guys better stuff. Uh, you know, it, t- it costs money. Not to mention, every month I have to pay money for this podcast. It, it, podcasting isn't free, if especially if you're doing it and trying to be as professional as possible. Websites and all that costs money. So if you would like to help out, you would like to support us, you can do that become, by becoming a patron on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash 8122productions. We're not trying to be rich. We, we have a $1 tier and a $3 tier. As little as $12 a year, $1 a month, will get you all the bonus content. You get extra stuff if you get in the $3 tier, but... Just for twelve dollars a year, we're not trying. Once again, it's just going towards trying to help us out. So the more of you to sign up, the more it's, it's easier for us. We even have goals. If we hit some of those goals, there's even more bonus stuff for these people. Absolutely, it's good stuff, and you're helping the show out. You know, once again, we'll be here for free. If you want to listen to us for free, I'm not gonna you know hold it over your head. But if you want some bonus content and to feel good about helping out horrorzone Six Zero Seven and Eight One Two Two Productions as a whole, check out Patreon.com/slash Eight One Two Two Productions. Mike, that is all the shilling I got. So, all right, thanks, take us brother. Home
0: alright so uh, that's the show for this week Uh, make sure you do tune in next week because as far as I know the professor is going to be drifting back into the studio so we'll be happy to have him back on the show again Uh, as we've been mentioning right along next week we conclude our top 10 uh, horror movie villains list so numbers 10 through 1 will be uh, revealed next week and of course we will have the biggest horror movie news to bring to you thank you so much for listening week in and week out for Rich I am Mike He's saying. See ya.